a new technology that uses uh, hydrogen. I just found out of a new scientific discovery where they know they figured out how to burn water for fuel, water. And it's a totally energy efficient way without any contamination. And scientists at the moment saying they're not real, but it is. You take water, you give it a certain radio frequency, and it gives you energy. Okay, so there are lots of, there's no limit to human creativity. Right now, we have the collective intelligence, the collective creativity, the collective compassion, the collective caring, and the collective love to change not only global warming, the terrorism and war, social injustice, extreme radical poverty, but we're still stuck in the old paradigm because we use phrases like, War on terrorism, war on drugs, war on AIDS, war on poverty. It's an old dualistic mindset which says me and the other. There's no other, it's all us. And once we shift in that consciousness and we reach critical mass, it can happen. It can happen in our generation. In 10 years, the reverse can happen. So it's the same thing. We were talking about the eightfold path, you know, fear-based behavior versus love-based behavior. So if a critical mass of us shift into this direction, which is one of the eightfold paths to enlightenment, it'll happen. And the creativity is already there. Just, you know, go to, to go check it out on Google or somewhere. <laughs> well, we've spoken a lot about um, the impact of happiness on individuals. Uh, and I'd like to find out what has been uh, the impact of bringing the conversations to organizations and businesses. Can you speak a little bit about how it's altered those entities and what we can do as individuals to bring the, that conversation? Okay, I mentioned earlier that I'm the president of an organization called Alliance for a New Humanity. If you go to my website, deepakchopra.com, you can link to the Alliance. And the goal of the Alliance is to create the critical mass of consciousness that I was speaking of earlier. And one of the things that we are now engaging world business leaders in is something called conscious capitalism, which means that no matter what your business is, if you're in some way hurting the web of life, the ecosystem, you better shift. Because as I said in my speech earlier, the number one trend in the world is well-being. So get the businesses involved in wisdom-based economies. As I travel around the world, I just came from New Zealand, I identified about 10 businesses who want to go there. I was in Europe re recently, in Zurich, uh, identified 10 banks that say, say our investors only want to invest in issues that have to do with social responsibility and the well-being of our planet, including the elimination of poverty. You cannot have peace in a world where 50% of the world lives on less than $2 a day, or 20% of that world lives on less than $1 a day. So these are big issues, and we cannot solve them one at a time. It's like, you know, it's like treating a person with a disease. You take care of one thing, something else happens. You kill this cancer and you cause inflammation and the normal cells become cancerous. So, you know, you have to have a holistic approach. And the holistic approach is shift begins here. You reach critical mass. There are three mantras that are to be remembered. Number one, be the change you want to see in the world. Number two, do one thing that makes a difference in the world. Even if it's for your neighbor or for your local hospital 
or for your community or whatever. One thing in the world. Okay, you do that. And then start talking to everybody else, one at a time, sharing your stories. So when we share our stories, we change our collective story. The world is an expression of our collective narrative. And at this moment, we are poised to change our collective narrative. And that narrative should change the psychology of how business is conducted. You know, when you go to a business school, the first thing they teach you is that the function of a business is to in increase shareholder or stakeholder value. Sorry, that's not the function of a business. The function of a business is to serve the needs of society. And when they do it well, then shareholder value will in increase, especially as we move from the age of information to the age of knowledge and ultimately to the age of wisdom. So I, w I was curious as to follow up on your...